All right, guys, welcome back to the MMA OB Daily Podcast. It is Sunday, June 11th, 2023. It's the second half of today's podcast. We just finished up the UFC 289 recap, and now we will be going into the UFC Vegas 75 preview. So, Marcel, we got a lot of fights coming up this weekend. Just count them out. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 14 fights on this card. Wow, 13-14. Like, there's 14 fights in this card, so that's that's good. I prefer fights, fight cards with 14 fights or 15 fights, personally. You're already watching it. Might, might as well get the most fights you can. So, I always ask you this, Marcel, before we get into it. Like, what's your overall thoughts on this card? It's an okay card, considering it's an Apex card. I think it's pretty good. You know, I would I would give it a 7.5, seven and a half, probably, yeah. That's your, that's your rating? Yeah, I, I think it's a pretty good card, man, personally. I, I think there's a lot of good fights on this card. Um even on the prelims, I think there's some fun fights out here, guys. So I'm looking forward to breaking it down with you. All right, Marcel, I'd say we just get into it right now. No need to waste any time. So first fight of the night, guys. We got the light heavyweights up as Zach Pauga takes on Modestes Bukowskis. Odds for this fight. Let me double check here. All right, so DraftKings doesn't have them up right now. That's where you usually pull them from. Let me just check fightodds.io. Best fight odds doesn't work anymore. Like, that site is just not updated. I don't know what they did. But uh, Fight Odds.io is probably a better site for this now. All right, let's get into it. Okay, so DK doesn't have the odds, but, but FanDuel does. Okay, DraftKings is behind. That doesn't make sense. DraftKings is the UFC's official stat uh, odds provider, and all the other sportsbook Marcel, except for them, have the odds up. Hmm. What are they doing? Anyways, all right. Modestus Pukalstis. Um, Right now, he is about a minus 165 favorite for... Pauga plus 145 underdog first fight of the night. I'm going with, with uh, Bukowskis, Marcel. Um, I was imp- I mean, listen, like Tyson Pedro is very overrated. We know that now, but like, I was still impressed. Like for a guy, like, listen, here's the thing. Like he came back, he had that horrible knee injury against or leg injury against Curly Roundtree. We just destroyed him, right? Since he came back, he had two wins in Cage Warriors. They re-signed the UFC, comes in short notice, wins the fight against Pedro. He's a, he's a good fighter, and, and you think about it, he really should have beat in that one, Alexei Jack in that one fight. Oh, I always say that guy's name wrong. He should have beat him in that fight. So he should be three and two in the UFC right now. Like he's a decent fighter. Um, I just I'm more convinced he's a he's a like better fighter. Like Zach Pauga, I don't know, man. I, I'm I liked what it, I liked his fights on the show. I thought he looked good, but then gets destroyed by Muhammad Usman. That's not a good look. And then. Jordan Wright's never been the distance, and this guy couldn't finish him. Like, that's not a good look. Um, Bukowskis, I, I know, will fight hard for 50 minutes. We know he has really good technical striking. He is improved. He's more confident than he used to be. It's crazy he had this, like, severe injury. He's come back and looked better than ever. Um, he's just a way more confident fighter. And, and if you look at the matchup, Bedeskis is the taller fighter, longer reach. He's six years younger. He has more UFC experience. Like, yeah, he's hittable, and Pauga does have some power, but nothing crazy special, in my opinion. I think Bukowski's holds out there and, and outstrikes and wins the decision. Um, I, I like him in the spot. I think the odds are right where they should be. I think he wins, guys. What do you think? Yeah, I'm with you, man. Uh, I also think Modi wins. I, I think he looked a lot better, you know, uh, as of lately. Uh, I'm happy for him as well. I always thought he was a good talent, you know. Uh, he got cut, unfortunately. Uh, got into cage warriors won the title got back to the ufc on short notice against pedro um i'm on i'm with him here as well you know pauga uh i had a lot of expectations from pauga man and uh, i expected him to win the ultimate fighter even at heavyweight then got knocked out by usman 
and in his last fight that was a lackluster fight against Jordan Wright. Um, yeah, I'm also with Bukowskis. I think uh, I'm picking him to win a decision here. Yeah, we have the same pick. Get some comments. Joe likes stuff, Carter. Me too, Joe. Pato, what do you think of the Apex? I mean, listen, like they do fights there, like because it's cheap to hold. You know, they 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 save money. But I do hope it goes back to the crowds and stuff because I obviously prefer. I think everyone does. Apex was uh, fun during the pandemic. You know, if you can really cannot do it anywhere else, but if you can do it anywhere yeah. else, should stop being lazy. You know, I think obviously the contender series should be there, but like other yeah, than that, you know, maybe an yeah, an occasional card, but not not two or three a month. It doesn't make sense anymore. Hmm. Like you can go to different venues now. Anyways, um, Patrick likes uh, Modeskis. Yeah, I think so too. Rooting for Bukowski's. Yeah, it is an inspiration. I mean, like, the guy suffered a disgusting injury in that fight with the cool round tree. Um, and he's come back and looked great. Three straight wins now, right? So mm -hmm. he looks special. All right, Marcel, we'll go to the next fight here. We have the Bantamweights up next as Ronnie Lawrence, the Heat, takes on Dan, the determined Argueta. Odds, odds for this one. Ronnie Lawrence, minus 170. Dan Argueta, plus 145. Your thoughts on this one, Marcel? Yeah, Ronnie Lawrence. I always had to make sure I don't call him Honey Lawrence for some reason. I don't know why he's not Brazilian. Uh, yeah, he had a bad fight last time against Said Yakub Kakramanov. He got completely dominated, but Said Yakub is really legit, you know. Um, then we had Argeta. He got that short notice guy, Nick Aguirre. He won that fight before that lost to Damon Jackson in, in a very competitive fight, I would say. It's definitely the last round. Um, I still feel like I've got to pick Ronnie Lawrence here, man. Uh, despite losing to Kakramanov, and he almost got finished in the third round against uh, Mano Martinez, I still favor him here, man. I think he uh, he's just he does his wrestling. I think he wins the decision. Yeah, honestly, man, like, I think it's going to be a competitive fight, guys, personally. Yeah. I think I think it's going to be competitive. I think you will see some wrestling there from Lawrence. But, uh, man, I was just surprised how dominant, dominant his opponent was. Kakramanov's a great fighter, but, like, Lawrence is such a good wrestler that I was really shocked we got taken down 10 times. Because if you look before that, he actually had uh, 14 takedowns in the UFC. If you count his contender series fight, he had 26 in uh, three fights. So, like, I, I think we both assumed, Marcel, he would get some takedowns in that fight at least. And he got taken down 10 times. So, it kind of makes you wonder a little bit, you know. Because Dan – and Dan Arger is a pretty good fighter. Like, he's very tough, obviously, good cardio. Um, he's a decent wrestler himself. At the same time, though, I think Lawrence is a slightly better wrestler for sure. And, you know – I kind of think, you know, the, the camp, I like the camp too. I'm I'm assuming he's still on Kilcliffe, right? So, like the camp. I know Cubs Watson trains Dan Argueta and everything, but uh, you, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if Dan wins. I will say that. I think he's mm -hmm. definitely a live dog here. That's why the odds are close. But if you're asking me who I'm going to pick to win, it's going to be Ronnie Lawrence. I have to pick him. I think he same. wins the decision. That's, that's my pick. So, we have the same thoughts on that. What's up, Antoine? How's it going, man? Yes, 14 fights, and the card starts at what time? I didn't even see that. Fucking, fucking late, dude. Same as, uh, same as the pay-per-view. 7 p.m. Oh, that's weird. Why is it starting so late? Is there uh ESPN card, so probably there's uh, other sports before it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just trying to think what sport it would be. Anyways, that's, that's interesting. All right, I don't know what no the worries. fucks are watching, dude, over right. there. <laughs> I'm on the States. I'm in Canada, so I don't know. Uh, North right, America, I'd say. <laughs> Fair enough. We're going with Teresa Blade against Gabriel Fernandez in the uh, flyweight division. Blade is favored here, minus 260, plus 220 in Fernandez. Um, I'll, let me break this one down first, Marcel. I, I, honestly, I kind of feel like it's one of the more clear-cut fights in the card, to be honest with you. Um, 
you have Blader, who is a good wrestler, and we saw that against um, Naira Maya, Naira Maya on Contender, eleven minutes of control. I understand she got smoked by Natalia Silva in the last fight. I get it, but still had a lot of control in that fight. Still had takedowns, still had submission, uh, some uh, submission attempts. Her ground game's good, um, and Natalia Silva is going to beat most of the fighters in the division. So I don't really take a lot from that loss. She's only twenty-one years old. She already has, you know, seven fights. Not a lot of experience, but she's getting better. I know she again. She lost the last fight, but. I'm not going to write off a 21-year-old because she lost one fight. Fernandez, um, you know, pretty good fighter too. And again, though, against Jasmine, taken down at will. Jasmine had 11 and a half minutes of control time. I get it, guys. MMA math and whatever doesn't work, but I think style clashes, that's something you could definitely like look at when you break down a fight. And you have someone that it doesn't look like she can stop a takedown against someone who's going to try to take her down. I think Blader takes her down and just rides her out and probably wins a decision or maybe even submits her. But Blada is the taller fighter by three inches, five inches of, of reach, eight years younger, superior grappler. I, I absolutely think she wins. Again, you know, she is one of the bigger favorites of the card, my 260, but I think she's a pretty good parlay piece, personally. I like her to win here, Marcel. What do you think? Yeah, man, I, I'm with you. I, I think... Um... I like her as well, you know. I think uh, you cannot write off for somebody losing to Natalia Silva. <laughs> I mean, uh, as she, like I said, she had also control in that fight, you know. She she had some good moments in that fight. Uh, Gabriela Fernanda, she didn't look good against Jasmine and just to the fishes, I think. Um, I don't think there's a favorable matchup for her at all, dude. I think uh, Blada does work and she probably wins a unanimous decision. So, yeah, that's how I see it. That's pretty much the same breakdown as you had. <laughs> what can I, say? I, I mean, that's that. I just think the numbers really yeah. show the tail of this fight. Um, and we'll, we'll see what happens. But Blade is a good fighter. Um, and people forget she actually has a win over Pudilova Marcel from a couple years ago. And it wasn't a pro fight, it was a three round, three minute fight. But that's a good win to have, you know. Like, there's no doubt against someone who's a pretty good grappler herself. So, again. I don't think you can write off someone because they lost to, you know, arguably the best prospect in the weight class right now, Natalia Silva. You know, Marcel agrees with this. He says, uh, Patrick says, can Natalia Silva just fight for a title already? I think we talk about her every show now, don't we, Marcel? Like, literally, she, we talk about her more, more than most fighters. <laughs> but she's a special fighter. We'll go to the next fight here, Marcel. We have the flyweights up next. Sadie Zimblet. Yeah, Jalgis, Patty Pimblet, Jumagulov takes on Felipe Bunez, and the odds for this would have Jumagulov minus 145, Bunez plus 125. What's your thoughts? Yeah, this is a difficult fight to pick, I think, man. I think we'll be super close, you know, like almost every Zaddy's fight, you know. Um, I mean, for, let's talk about Felipe Bunez first. Uh, I think a really talented guy, you know, coming from LFA, got the uh, title there, uh, finishing Yuma Horiuchi. Before that, I saw a lot of fights of him in ACA. He lost most of them, but all of them were competitive and almost all of them he could have won, you know, but he was in Russia, so he didn't have a lot of luck with the judges. Um, got a loss to Juicy Formiga, right when Formiga went out of the UFC, remember? Um, but I mean, Juicy Formiga, I always felt like it was a stupid cut from the UFC and they completely, they, they clearly did it because he was beating up up-and-comers, you know, that they didn't want to get beat up by some guy and Juicy did beat a lot of up and commerce and they didn't like that, so they, they, they got rid of him. Um, then we go to Zalgas. Yeah, Zalgas' story is pretty easy, you know. Uh, he got six fights in the UFC, he lost five, and five of those he should have won maybe three. The Charles Johnson won, the Molina won, and the Julian Paiva won all three fights. He 
could have won, you know, and I think actually the Johnson and the Molina won, he should have won, in my opinion, you know. Um, fighting Bunas, I think Bunas makes it very competitive. There's going to be another close fight, dude. I'll be so heartbroken for Zalgas if he loses another split decision, you know, but uh, I'm taking Zalgas here. But man, I wouldn't be surprised if this goes split decision Bunas here. But uh, yeah, well, how about you, man? I think it's also, I mean, it's a flyweight fight. A lot of them are very competitive, obviously, right? Um, mm. Obviously, Chalkis' fights have been super competitive. He's one in five, but like five, four of the fights have gone to the distance. And I think most of us thought he beat Jeff Molina for sure. That was, that's a bad decision. The fight with Charles Johnson, it was close. I thought he won that too. And then uh, Raleigh and Pive, Holly and Pive, I thought he won that fight. So I, I think he's kind of been screwed by the judges. I'm glad they gave him another shot in the UFC, obviously. He deserves it. Bunez, I'm, I'm still not sure because here's the thing, like, Jalgas is not young. He was actually the same age as me. He's uh, 34. Um, but Bunas is right behind us at 33. I mean, he's 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 right there, too. He's not the youngest guy. He's making his debut. Um, and I just, I'm not sure because, like, yeah, he does have some good wins. He's a, he's a pretty good fighter overall. He's, you know, almost 20. This is his 20th fight, right? Came to the good camp. But also a lot of losses recently, too. He's actually lost four of his last seven fights. You don't really see guys like this get signed to the UFC. In, in fact, Marcel... Juicy Formiga, he lost to in, in by submission in uh, LFH last year. Um, I know he did pick up two wins since then against uh, that Horuchi guy, Horuchi, and that was a good win for him to win the, the championship in LFA. But uh, I'm just not convinced. I mean, he definitely has, you know, he's got finishing ability and he's, he has, like I said, a lot of experience. So he's, he's pretty good. But uh, I don't know, man. We see a guy that getting signed with this many losses recently where there's guys that, you know, haven't lost the arcade chance. It kind of surprising. Um, he definitely could win, though, because Jacques is just hard to trust, right? He just doesn't seem to have what it takes to solidify himself with the judges. Actually, Marcel, didn't he win? Didn't he have some really close fights in Russia, I believe, right, as well, earlier in his yeah. career, too? So a lot of his fights go the distance and are close. You said split decision for Jacques? Is that what you said? Uh, no, I said just decision. I don't know. It can be split decision, but I would be I think it might be split, bro. <laughs> I yeah. think it could be. Because I'm looking at his career. He's actually had like four or five splits or majorities. Jagashuma Gulov wins a decision. I'm with you. I don't know if it's going to be split or unanimous. I do think he wins. I would, I would lean towards a split. I think it'll be a close fight. It's just that's the way he fights. He fights close fights. All right. We'll go to the next fight here, guys. Um, let's see here. All right. This one's interesting as well. Back in the flyweight division, Marcel, we actually have Denny's Bonder taking on Carlos Hernandez uh, in the flyweight division. So back-to-back flyweight fights, you don't really typically see that. They put uh, back-to-back flyweight fights, but it's interesting. Odds for this one are very close as well. Actually, Carlos Hernandez is the favorite now, minus 125. Denny's Bondar is plus 105. Denny's Bondar opened up as the favorite here, and the line is completely flipped. Um, I'm going to be honest with you, man. Here's here's my thoughts on this fight. Um, I liked Hernandez a lot as a dog. I really like When I saw the opening odds, I was like, oh, I'm taking a shot in this guy because for me, Marcel, like, I know it was an injury, but I just wasn't impressed with what I saw with Bonder against Malcolm Gordon. And Malcolm Gordon's like, arguably like the lowest-ranked guy in the division. And then you look at Bonder's resume, it's kind of padded, guys. Like He hasn't fought anyone that's really that good. He's been fighting these guys and submitting them and stuff in in like in, in, uh, in, in Russia, Asia. Uh, I don't know. And you, uh, some of these guys, like it's, just, it's kind of a padded record. It actually reminds me of that guy a little bit, that Kusein Abiskov guy that fought the Jamal Emmers. Like, great record, but you look at who he beat, it wasn't anything special, right? So, yeah, this guy's a pretty good grappler, and he's able to take down all these guys that, that aren't good at grappling, but, like, I'm just not sure at the, at the UFC level. Like, Carlos Hernandez is, doesn't have the best takedown defense. I get it. He obviously got submitted in his last fight by Nascimento, but 
he beat Victor Altamirano, and and even when he got taken down, he's able to get back up. See with the Daniel Barres fight, that was a very close fight on Contender Series, but able to get back up. Um, so he's able to scramble. He's he's good at scrambling. I just think he's probably got the more well-rounded game here. I think the I actually think the steam is right. Um, because again, I liked him as I was really liking him as a dog. I don't like him as much as a favorite here, guys. But I I think he wins. He's my pick. I, um, I think Hernandez wins a decision. That's what I think here, Marcel. I don't really trust Bonder. I, I think his record's padded. Wasn't impressed by his debut. He's fought once in the last three years. He pulls out of so many fights. I don't trust this guy. Actually, I hope he doesn't pull out this fight too. Because seriously, guys, since since 2020, he's fought once. He's pulled out of what four fights? Is that right? Let me check here. Bonder withdrew. Bonder injury. But reschedule. We're we'll gonna break on that one, and then Bonder withdrew. Marcel, I don't trust this guy to make it to the fight. I hope he does because I want to see the fight. But I'm going with Carlos Fernandez. I think I'll say decision. That's my pick. But it's possible he could submit him potentially too. Um, you never know. But I, I think that, you know most, not most, but a lot of flyweight fights obviously go the distance. What do you think, man? You're taking Bonder. You're taking Hernandez. It's going to be so boring for the people because I have the exact same breakdown as you. <laughs> oh I like I like them as well, you know, as as the underdog, and now he's the favorite. He's going to win, man. Decision as well, you know. I, I don't really feel uh, confident in picking Bonda, Bondar at all, you know. I I, I kind of agree with you. His record is kind of padded, you know. If you look at who he beat, yeah. Um, yeah I, I don't think I picked Hernandez before, but I'm going to do it now. Hernandez decision here for me. I remember last year when he fought. I think it was in Utah, right? That it was on the Usman and Edwards card. He fought uh, Victor. And I, yeah. no, sorry, I, I got the wrong card, don't I? Uh, my bad, sorry. Victor fought, uh, what's the other guy's name? The, the dude that gets knocked out by Jeff Blue. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, that card. Mock. <sighs> uh, the, the Brazilian, <laughs> you mean? Yeah, I'm talking about Daniel Lacerda. Lacerda. Like, De Silva. Yeah. That, yeah, you got to change his name. It got me confused for a second. Um, yeah, sorry. I meant to say this fight last year, it was on the Makachev green card, but I remember talking about it with you in the podcast, and I'm like, man, this is a super close fight. I don't know. I'm leading Hernandez by split decision. That's literally what I said, and he, that's what happened. So I think I have a decent release, dude. Because I, I remember, I guess that's what I, I'm, I, I'm like, he's going to get subbed. You, you picked Hernandez by split decision. I, I picked Altamirano by split decision. <laughs> so that was really fun. Man. I think that's what happened, actually. I think yeah. so. So we both have the same read. Anyways, get to the comments here. Uh, Marcus is asking a question. Marcus Mustard. Is Marvin Something. a nickname? No, he doesn't have a nickname, no. The Italian Dream? Oh, sorry. Is it the Italian Dream? Yeah. yeah. It, it, actually, is it? Yeah. My bad. Sorry, I don't know why I said that. Um, yeah, it's still listed on UFC stats. He didn't get rid of his nickname. It's still the same nickname. But uh, my bad. I, I, sorry, there's so much going on here. Anyways, let's go to the next fight, Marcel. We got uh, Chung Ho Kong taking on Christian Quinones in the UFC bantamweight division. And uh, this could be a pretty good fight, you know, between mm -hmm. a veteran and a young guy. I won 35. You know, Marcel, I, I love the bantamweight division. Actually, there are three bantamweight fights on this card. It is the best weight class in the UFC right now by far, in my opinion. This fight features Christian Quinones as favorite here, minus 160, Kyung Ho Kong plus 140. Um, You want to start on this one, man? I want to hear your thoughts. Yeah, I think it's difficult. You know, my, my initial thought would be maybe Kyung Ho Kong, but we, uh, if you look at it, to be honest, the last two fights, he lost to Ronnie Yaya. He, he knew, uh, yeah, and he, he won against Betcheral Dana, you know. Kinones looked impressive against Kalita in his debut, but uh, I don't I don't rate Taha really high, to be really honest, you know. Cool. So that's what makes it difficult here, in my opinion. If you look at the way the, these guys win, you know, I always felt like Kyung Kang is super underrated in the US. I always felt that way, you know. 
at the same time, man, Kyung Ho Kang is getting older. You know, he's 35 already. It's not super old, but it's 35 already. And, and Christian is 27. You know, there's an eight-year age gap here. Uh, I feel like Kinones is trying to get up the cliff, and I feel like Kang is a little bit like station, stationary or going down right now. Um, where they meet right now, it's it's really difficult. I don't know who's favorite here. Who's favorite here? Uh, Kudones, minus 160, oh, plus 140 oh, on Kong. Yeah, I'm going with, I, I want to say I go with the underdog because I thought Kang was the favorite, but no, I'm going with Kinones. Um, late finish, man. TKO third round. Yeah, this is this is a tricky one. You know, I, I thought Kudones is, is a good prospect. Obviously, I picked him against Ta. I think I picked him by Nako too, I think, in my article too. So, like, I know he's good. Obviously, his brother, um, Jose fought in the UFC. He was he wasn't very good. His brother, this, this brother's way better. It's a pretty good fighter. Dangerous. He's young too. He's only 26, 27 actually. He just turned 27. It's a pretty good fighter. I mean, overall, right? But I don't know. I mean, Kong has been in the UFC a long time. He's been in the UFC for 10 years now. He obviously had a few years off where he did, I think, in the military service, like uh, yeah. Zombie and those guys. So he took a few years off. And, and since he's come back, man, he's been he's been competitive in all his fights. I guess the Yaya fight, you know, he did lose the decision, but you know, he did drop him in that fight early on, and then you got all grapple that happens. But I was impressed with it. Did not back a refight, man, because like that guy's a good striker. He struck him in that fight, so that was impressive. And uh, a lot of experience in the UFC. His record in the UFC is very good too. It's seven three and one no contest. Very good record. Um, and he's fought some pretty good. He's fought a good mix of opponents to be honest. With you grapplers, strikers, everyone. I think he's pretty good. I think he's underrated. Um, and I, I just, I have more confidence in him pulling this off because I, the experience. And the grappling. I'm, I'm not, I mean, I know Kunos is a pretty good grappler too, but I'm just, I don't know. I'm, I have question marks about him still. He might go out there and look great. It'd be good for the division because, again, he's, you know, young guy on the up on the upswing and he could definitely win this fight. Um, but my lean is towards Kong, Marcel. I think he can kind of grind this one out, man. Uses uh, veteran experience here and win a 50 minute decision. So that's why I pick Kyung Kong as a dog. Um, do you guys like the poster for the event? Uh, yeah, it's pretty good, I think. I mean, I you know what? Like, I stopped caring about the posters a long time ago, to be honest with you. Like, so many people get worked up over it. I do think it's a decent poster. I'm just saying, like, I don't care what the poster looks like. It's not like that, you know, makes me hard or something like that. <laughs> it gets me excited, Marcel. <laughs> you know what I mean? I look at the fights. That's what gets me excited. The poster isn't anything to me. How about you, though? You like the poster, I guess? Or? I really care about the poster. I'm not going to bitch about it if I don't like it, but I, I always wonder how they look, you know? So that I, I really like yeah. I like visuals, graphic, that kind of stuff, you know? So, I mean, that's really I, I love to look at. So um, do I like this poster in particular? It's different, you know? I think it's different than other posters, so I like it. It's not like... Uh, face face random now it's really like it's like a neon color kind of thing uh it's not bad you know kind of a little bit reminds me of halloween for some reason but uh, i don't know but it's uh, it's a fair fun poster it's okay fair enough all right let's get into the next I mean, what, did you, got... what did you oh. think about those posters back in the day from pride where you had a mother like uh, uh where a baby was she was nursing a baby like <laughs> i thought those were those were pretty cool too you yeah. know personally anyways let's get into the next fight here we got the flyweights again marcel three flyweight fights in this card as well Jimmy Flick taking on Alessandro Costa. Lots for this one. Costa minus two forty-five. Flick plus two ten. You know, Marcel, I, I I don't I don't know who you're picking in this fight. I know I know you like Jimmy Flick. How could you pick him here, though? How can you pick this guy anymore? Like he, it's just it's hard to trust now. His his durability is a huge question mark. Like I've seen him like turtle up in fights if they're not going his way, and I don't like seeing that from a fighter, man. I I think you know this guy had a nice run going, submitting a bunch of guys, then retired out of nowhere, and they came back and looked horrible against Charles Johnson horrible gets finished in that first fight he's actually been knocked out in all i think all of his losses 
by knockout, um, six of his losses. Again, he's one of these guys that's a front runner. If things go really well for him, especially on the ground, he's going to win his fights. He has a lot of submissions. First round, super dangerous. He can do crazy shit, as we saw in the debut against uh, Cody Durbin uh, with that flying triangle. I mean, it was impressive, right? That's what he's known for, this crazy submission game. But, like, there's the striking's extremely limited. The chin is bad. The durability is poor. I, I just think he's a guy you have to fade. You have to fade this dude. And Costa, I get it, guys. He's coming off that knockout loss against Amir Albazian. That was surprising at the time, but like had a nice run before that. Uh, came from that Lux Fight League, one of the better fighters from that promotion. Um, uh, man, I, I think he's I think he's a good fighter, dude. I, I I like this guy. Again, I know he lost his last fight, he got knocked out, but I, I we all rate Amir very highly. We all know he's a good fighter. This guy's solid too. Um, I I do like him here, Marcel. I think he knocks out Jimmy Flick. I think he's going to probably ground and pound him. That's kind of where he gets a lot of his finishes. So I really like Costa here again as a favorite, uh, and I think he knocks out Jimmy Flick. What do you think? <laughs> Same. Uh, yeah, Alessandro Costa. He, I mean, I cannot pick Jimmy Flick, but I'm definitely not based on that last fight when he came back against Charles Johnson. He looked really bad. And I think Alessandro Costa looked decent against Amir Albasi, but, I mean, it was a short notice, and... Uh, Amir is legit, you know. Uh, Costa, he trains with the Diego Lopez, those are teammates. Um, yeah, I, I like Costa a lot. I think he is a very talented guy, and I think he puts Jamie, Jimmy Flick away as well. So, I don't know. I go with second round TKO, but uh, yeah, I'm also on Costa's side here. Okay, and Flick gets finished all his losses, guys. This fight's not going the distance, that, that's for sure. There's just no way. Either Flick gets that quick submission or he gets knocked out, which I think is much more likely personally. So, all right, Marcel, we'll get to the last prelim here. This is a good one too, man. Ioni Barcel is taking on Miles Johns at 135. Again, this this uh, this weight class is just it's just incredible. It's just such a good weight class. Um, odds for this fight, we have um, Barcel is minus 240, so a big favorite here against Miles Johns plus 205. I'll just say right now, I think the odds are a little bit wide, you know, because Barcel is on decline, guys. He's 37, like. I think he is. Let me double check. Sorry. He's 36, right? Yeah, 36. Yeah, 36. Sorry, not 37. 36. But he's lost three of his last four. He's been on a bit of a decline. He is. You know, because again, we talked about him a lot right in this podcast. We, we all said, like, he should have been signed years ago. He got signed too late. Um, he had a nice run. Kind of feel like it's on the decline now. Obviously, getting knocked out by Umar is, I mean, Umar's going to beat a lot of guys, but the fact he got knocked out was very surprising. And, and that Victor Henry fight, too, he didn't look great in that fight. Um, but but you know what, man? Johns is a guy that I think is a step down kind of in, in a way, especially from Umar. And Johns is a guy that's beatable. You know, he's a decent fighter, but he's beatable. And Barcelos, I think Barcel will just be the more well-rounded fighter here. The slightly better striker, slightly better um, maybe like, with the grappling, I guess. Like maybe pushing at the fence more or maybe taking his back at some point. I just have a little bit more faith in Barcelos despite the age. But at the same time, Johns is pretty good, and he's got some power. So I I would stay away from this one personally. I don't want to lay minus two forty on Barcelos after how he's looked lately. Um, I'm not going to bet Johns either plus two hundred five. But I think you know if anyone wants to take a shot him as a dog, I don't think it's the worst bet either because he's, he's got a chance. He's the younger fighter by seven years. He's a pretty good overall fighter too. But uh, yeah, I got to go with Barcelos. I think he's a little bit more well rounded. So even despite the age, I want to take him. What do you think? You know how much I love Barcelos, man, but um, I don't know, man. You know, he looks so good against Trevor Jones, remember? And uh, he looked bad in some of these other fights where I was like, maybe it's he will do well, not against Umar, but against Victor Henry. 
and Victor Henry looked like, yeah, sorry, I said like crap against SSL, man. I remember. Um, yep. Miles Johns, yep. uh, kind of inconsistent in my opinion. He just got by Morales, was a close fight, I remember. Castaneda fight was really bad for him. Um, close fight, man. I see a split decision here. And uh, then I'm going with the dog. I think I'm going with Miles Johns. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it's possible for sure. I mean, close fight. It's very I'm, difficult. It's closer than the odds are indicating. My two forwards are inflated. I, I, mm -hmm. I, like I said, I prefer Blada or um, Costa at the same price, personally. Michael likes uh, Johns too. It's possible. But I don't, like, here's the thing. He's got 93% takedown even. So I think the takedowns would be tough to get. But mm -hmm. you never know. I mean, it's possible, right? Again, he is on a bit of a decline. So it's possible. All right, we'll go to the next fight, Marcel. I believe we're on the main card now, right? Yeah. So we have the first fight in the main card, Nicholas Dalby, the Danish Dynamite, taking on Muslim Salikov, whose nickname is the uh, King of Kung Fu. So it's, a, it's a good nickname fight, that's for sure. The odds for this fight are very close, if, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah, never mind. Sorry. Um, not not anymore. <laughs> Minus 180s, Muslim Salikov, plus 155, Danish Dynamite. What do you think, man? Yeah, man. Um so I really like Salikov here, man. I think Salikov is a good fighter, you know. Salikov is 39, but I still think he has some good power. Uh, he lost to Li Jingliang in the fight he was winning until then, I had the feeling, you know. Um, got a good good three going in that streak. He got kind of lucky against Zaleski, not going to lie. That's a good decision. I think Zaleski should have won that one. But besides that one, man, he looked really good, you know. And uh, he got a good win over Andre Fialo last time out, third round knockout. But uh, Fialo is like pretty much like done after after a first round. So yeah, I mean, what can you say about it? Then you go to Nicholas Dalby. Um, yeah, he lost to Tim Means in 2021. After that, got two wins. The Claudio Silva fight was very uneventful fight. I remember, I think it was the opener of uh, UFC London last year in, in July. Um, and and then he won against Warley Alves, a split decision earlier this year. It's like it's going to be a really boring fight in Dalby tries to take a Muslim to the ground uh, and tries to, to wrestle him maybe, or Muslim uh, goes with the, or tries to finish him uh, on the feet. Um, yeah, it can go pretty much either way, but uh, dude, I, I'm, I'm picking Muslim here. I think, see, I think he wins a unanimous decision. I think this is a close fight, man. This one too. I really do. Um, just the way they match up. Um, yeah, I, I expect you know, Dolby to try to wrestle him a, a bit too. That's what I think is going to happen a bit here. Mm -hmm. Dolby's going to try to wrestle and get him down to the ground. And uh, he has had some success in the past. And he's not the best wrestler, but he can mix it up decently. He's looked pretty good lately. He's a lot of experience in the UFC. Both of them do actually at this point. I think Salakov, like more technical striker, there's no doubt. There's a lot of power. But again, you know, both guys are older. There's no doubt. They're both uh, 30. Muslim's 39. Uh, he had his birthday a few days ago, and then Dolby's 38. He's going to turn 39 later this year. So they're both the age doesn't. It's not the age. It's just more like how they match up with each other. I just feel like Dolby's a little bit more well-rounded as an MMA fighter, personally. Um, I think this fight's super close. I think it's going the distance. Probably could be a split decision. I'll, I'll take my shot on the dog here. Take Nicholas Dolby by decision, Marcel. I think it's going to be super close. So I guess we finally have a different pick. Well, I guess the last fight too. So finally, we got some different picks here, Marcel. It took us a while, but. Uh, Got some uh, the last two fights both took a dog, so that's interesting. That's what I think. I think Dolby by decision, man. That's what I'm thinking. How much longer you guys think Dolby is left? A couple years for sure, I think. Yeah, he's been impressed. I mean, like he got knocked or submitted by uh um Jesse Ronson, but Jesse tested positive for, for PEDs after that fight. So you know, he has that win over D Rod, which was close and controversial, but still has the win. Tim Means, you know, he's got some good wins. Both guys are solid. It's a good fight. It's a, it's a nice fight to open the card, the main card. 
All right. Well, the next fight here, we have the... Uh, let's see here. Sorry, one sec, guys. Just pull this off. Manuel Torres taking on Nicholas Mata in the lightweight division. Manuel Torres is favored here. Minus 180, plus 155. Nicholas Mata. I like Manuel Torres in this fight, Marcel. I'm very impressed by this guy. I think he's good. I think he's uh, got a lot of power. Good striker. Very rangy. Um, Nicholas Mata, you know, good striker too, but I don't. I question the chin. He's been, he got knocked out by Jim Miller, but knocked out a bunch of times in the past. Remember we fought Jim Miller. I think Jim was like a plus 200 underdog. I think we both picked him in that fight, by the way. Yeah. And the odds were insane. And I know he beat Cameron Van Camp, but that guy's not UFC caliber. Um, this will be a striking battle. I just feel like uh, Manuel Torres will get the better of him on the feet. Manuel Torres knocks him out. I like him here a lot. What do you What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I really like Mata, but I think uh, Torres has that uh, crazy power, you know, and uh, he got actually that idiotic power. I would say, um, I think he probably puts him away in the first round, man. If he if he connects, you know, and. Uh, yeah, I'm also on Taurus, and uh, I think uh, after this, uh, Taurus likely will be on the September 16 card, the the Mexican one. You know, I would imagine so. I mean, Dana did to that. Um, there's a question about like, do you know any streams where I can watch the fights, the Firewalkers? I'm not sure. Honestly. We can watch it on UFC Fight Pass and on Discovery Plus. It's both on. So, yeah, there you go. All right, next up we got Pat Sabatini taking on Lucas Almeida in the featherweight division. Odds for this one. Pat 17, minus 180, plus 155, Lucas Almeida. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I'm pretty clear about this one. You go first. Well, I like Lucas Almeida a lot. I mean, he's a good striker, right? And and um, I think I've, I've been impressed by him. I picked him against uh, Trezano, and he knocked him out. It was a dog there, I believe. Um, I think he's a good striker. I'm just, I don't know. Tab T is still a well-rounded guy with a really good ground game. I mean, uh, the last fight with Damon Jackson was surprising. They got brutally knocked out like that. It's not a good look. To be honest with you, going into this fight against a striker, but at the same time, like I still think you probably get him down to the ground. On the ground, you know, he's the better fighter, there's no doubt. So Sabatini, I'll take him here. Win decision. I'm not super interested in betting him because again, I'm not great at picking his fights, to be honest. So I'm gonna stay away from it. But I, I I'll pick him here to win the fight and hope that I get it right. What will you? Oh my, I put some away in the second round. That's what I think. Yeah, I mean, I think it's possible, right? It's possible. So you're convinced he knocks him out, eh? Yeah. Getting dog money plus one fifty five on on Lucas Almeida, who's a good striker. The fight with Daniel Hooper was very impressive, right? He's good, but again, Marcel, I'm just I, I'm not convinced about the ground game yet, so that's what worries me. Um, but I mean, he's got a ground game himself too, so we'll see what happens. But uh, I don't blame Marcel for taking a shot in the dog here. I think he's definitely got a chance. By the way, Mrs. Question: What do you think Torres' ceiling is? Um, I don't know. Maybe like the the fifteenth ranked guy. I mean, it's still pretty good, you know. But mm-hmm. I don't think he's a champ or anything like that. All right, we'll go to the next fight here. You should check what I ch- sent you on WhatsApp, dude. This is what the UFC sent out today. You should check that. Checking it right now, guys. We're doing this live. What's it say? Marcel. Oh, I saw this. Yeah, I saw that, Marcel. <laughs> so the UFC, we'll talk about this right now. Right Next up is Armin Petrosian against Christian Duncan. Christian Duncan. UFC put the poster up today. It was Chris Duncan, um, the, uh, the lightweight fighter, I believe, or featherweight. Um, yeah, lightweight. What were they thinking with that? That's this lazy and stupid. Uh, yeah, this is Christian Duncan. This is the middleweight <laughs> taking Armin Petrosian. Uh, Christian Duncan, Christian Leroy Duncan, minus one seventy-five. Petrosian plus one fifty. What do you think? 
oh, I'm all over Christian Leroy Duncan here, man. I think he is such a good talent uh, coming from Cage Warriors. I really liked him. Uh, dude is vicious. He has uh, Mark Weir in his, in his corner, right? He's, he's his coach. Uh, really good talent out of the UK, man. Um, I like him a lot. Stand, good stand-up. Ground game is decent. Um, if you look at Armin Petrosian, very sketchy ground game. You know, uh, not really good. Also, really stand up. So I expect to uh, expect to see a finish here. I'm thinking Duncan, man, all day. I think Duncan knocks him out in the first or second round. Uh, first wow. round, I'd say. Yeah. I I was over Duncan against Dusko, and then Dusko got hurt. Right. So like, I I want to see that fight play out. I don't think we learn anything about it. I mean, listen. Here's the mm -hmm. thing. Christian Duncan's undefeated as a as a pro, right? And he's looked impressed. Yeah. I think almost all his wins are very not good, but. As an amateur guy, he did lose quite a few times. So it's not like he's never tasted the feed before he has. Um, he has a lot of amateur fights, Marcel. I don't know if you saw that. He has like yeah, 20 yeah, yeah. amateur fights. It's crazy. Yeah. The guy's good. He's a good prospect, right? There's no doubt. But I also think Petrosian is a really good fighter. Great striker. His takedown defense sucks, though. That's the problem. 25%. It's fucking horrible. That Adrian Dobson guy could have won if he just took him down, but he just refused to wrestle. Mark Coleman was screaming at him, wrestle, wrestle. He wasn't doing it. Kyle Brawl showed the blueprint. Same with Gregory Rodriguez took him down. But again, the striking's great. Like the volume is really good. Um, the striking's very, very good. Very technical. Very sharp. Powerful. Um, and he's got more experience in the UFC at this point. You know, I I, I like this guy. I mean, I, I, again, I I'm with you. He does have a sketchy ground game. That's how Christian Duncan should try to win this fight by taking him down to the ground. I think if it stays in the feet, you know, Trojan could could you know stick and move. And I understand there's a big region disadvantage here for him, but he's proven he could beat guys with longer reaches before in the past too. So. I don't know, man. I, I think this is a super close fight, personally. I, I'll, I'm going to lean slightly towards Petrosian Marcel to, to outstrike him and win the decision. That's my lean here. Um, but he could get finished for sure because, like I said, CLD's got you know really good finishing ability, and he's a good fighter. Um, so it's, it's, it should be good. If Duncan wins, the UFC's going to maybe try to get him quickly on that London card, I would guess, if they could. Um, but depends if he comes out unscathed or not. Uh, let's go to the next fight here, guys. Um, 38. Okay. Uh, we got the co-main event, Marcel. Armin Petrosian taking on Joaquin Silva in a fight that just doesn't make sense. Minus 1100 for Armin, plus 725 for Joaquin Silva. Listen, I know Joaquin, he's been in the UFC a long time. He's actually been in the UFC for almost 10 years, which is crazy because you wouldn't think that, right? Um, this is his eighth year. And he actually has a nice record. It's five and three. It's not bad, you know, with, with uh, three wins by finish. But... I mean, this is such a huge step up in competition to Armin, who's just dominant with the grappling. And, uh, you know, I know that uh, they call him Neto BJJ. He's got, I think he's a black belt, I'm pretty sure. They call him Neto BJJ. He's more of a striker than what we've seen. I, I don't know, man. I I, I'm, I don't trust this dude at all. And Armin's just an absolute monster, you know. I think Armin takes him down, beats the shit out of him. I think it's going to look like that fight with Joel Alvarez, where he takes him down, just smashes his face apart, cuts his face open. Doctor stoppage, referee stoppage, first second round. Uh, Armin wins for sure. I, but minus eleven hundred isn't just a, you know, it's a, the odds are not the juices are worth the squeeze. Go for a prop. Look for the finish. Look for a TKO. I, I absolutely think he finishes him. But yeah, what do you think? Yeah, man. I mean, don't understand this fight to be honest. You know, I understand nobody wants to fight Armin for some reason. Uh, yeah, the reason is obviously, but I mean. Good for Joachim. He took the fight, you know, good chance for him, but uh, I don't think he wins, you know. I think Armin wins all day. Uh, probably uses wrestling. Um, does he get a finish? Very likely. 
Uh, I would say second round, ground and pound TKO by Armin. That's what I would yeah, do. Yeah, I'm, I'm convinced he ground and pounds him and finishes him. That's the way he's been finishing his fights. And Joaquin's not going to be able to stop his takedowns, guys. And just the the, the the ferociousness of this guy's ground and pound is like is to be beholden. So he absolutely wins. And and, and like uh, Pato says in the comment here, you better have a call already. You know, it's he's going to win this fight. You better have someone in the top 10 ready to call it. Maybe Darius, I don't know. That would be an interesting fight, potentially. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, main event. We have Marvin Vittori taking a JRK near five rounds or less. Probably goes to the full five, I guess. It's a very close fight at the odds. Some books actually have Jared as a slight favorite. Some have Vittori as a slight favorite. So I'll just say it's a pickup fight right now. Again, there's different books have different odds. So take a look at them. Um, do some line shopping if you want to bet this fight. But we'll say it's a pickup fight. Mine is 110 each, okay? We'll say that. Just because, again, I'm seeing different odds on some sites. Odds for this one. Ha, uh, sorry, as far as the fight goes, excuse me, because we know the odds now. Um, I'll start to you, Marcel, on this one. I think it's going to go the full distance. I already said that. Like, I think it's going five rounds. I think you do too. They're both mm-hmm. super tough. Vittoria, I don't think he's ever been finished. Cannoneer, since moving to middleweight, has just been obviously very durable as well. Um, I, I think it goes the distance. Um, Cannoneer is going to hang in there, man. He's a good striker. He's got power. But Vittoria's, I think, the more well-rounded fighter too. So... And he could take one, man. He's got a good chin. Goes the distance, and Vittori wins a, a close decision, in my opinion. I think he's going to get a couple takedowns here and there. You know, Ken, you're a great fighter, but the takedown defense is one of his weaknesses, 64%. You know, Strickland even took him down his last fight. Derek Brunson took him down. He did knock him out after, I get it, but the takedowns came there. Um, a lot of his wins came against strikers. Against grapplers, not so much. Uh, Vittori, very good grappler, obviously. Um, you know, pretty good striker, too. Very tough. Vittori wins by a decision. What do you think? Yeah, this is kind of like uh, a fight in uh, nobody's land. You know, both guys are like, I think, number th- number three or number four, but they both know they're not going to fight for the title if they win here. Um, I'm also on Vittori, man. I think he wins a decision. I think it will be like a very close fight. Not really uh, not really eventful, to be honest. And I think Vittori uh, wins. He uses his wrestling to win the fight. And uh, yeah, both guys really don't have anything really on the, on the win here, you know, not on the loss, on the win. This is like a fight just because, you know, it's a placeholder fight. Yeah. yeah. It's three versus four. Yeah. Well, you know, the winner's going to at least remain kind of, kind of relevant, but again, Marvin's lost to Izzy twice. He's not getting another mm-hmm. title shot. Jared, probably not. Cause he laid an egg in the title fight. Anyways, <laughs> that's, that's our picks. So overall, Marcel, yeah. excuse me. Um, we had a lot of similar picks, obviously, in the prelims early on, but we did have a couple dog picks here. So for just to round it up, dog pick for me was Kong. Took him as a dog. I took Dolby as a dog, and I took Petrosian as a dog. And Marcel took um, you took who did you take as a dog? Miles Johns. You took Lucas Almeida. So you took a couple dogs there too. So two for him, three for me, and the rest we all had like the same picks with the I think the favorites, and then obviously the main event was a pick them. But we both went Vittori by decision. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. I mean, we got through that 14 fights. I'm excited about this card, personally. Last question here for this card. There you go, the dog wolf. How do you think Ewan Alvarez against Kenny or Vittori? I think he's competitive. I mean, he looked really good last night. He looked good. But, again, you know, Strickland made him look not so good. So, every matchup's different. All right, Marcel, really quick before we get out here, because I do have to go. i got my softball game coming up tonight, guys. Um, but really quick, we're going to go do uh, – just check out PFL, if that's okay with you, Marcel. Really yeah, quickly here. There's also Bellator, I think, this week. There's Bellator, too. We'll go through that really quick, okay? Give me one yeah. second here, guys. 
pulling it out. I actually forgot there was the Bellator card. Bellator 297. Okay. I feel like they don't promote their cards at all. I, I don't yeah, know. And it's a pretty good one. So, yeah. Yeah, this one actually, this is a Chicago one, right? This is a good card. Although they and, should have switched Kwame in the main, but okay. Yeah. So let's just, we're going to Bellator first. Give me one second here. We're going to Bellator really, really quick, guys. Can um, you put it on the screen? I can, yeah. Screen. Okay, yeah. we're going to go through this quick because I don't have a lot of time to, to spend. No um, let me pull it up here. Share screen. Where the heck is Oh, here we go. All right. Here we go. All right, guys. So Bellator 297. Vadim Nemkov gets you all Romero. I mean, Vadim Nemkov wins. I, yeah. I, I'm fading you all Romero. What is he, 47 now? How old is he? 46, turning 40. Yeah, turning 40. He's tur he just turned 46. He did look good in his last couple of fights. I don't trust him, man. I, I, I don't at this, this point in his career. Nemkov, I know, you know, the fight with Corey Anderson, the first one, you know, he probably would have lost that fight if Corey didn't have that clash of heads. But I don't know, Can man. I, he's good still. What are you going to say? Yeah, let's just go through the picks, man, for Dean. I go for the yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Sergio Pettis and Patricio Pitbull. Ooh, this is tough because honestly, man, like I've always underrated Sergio Pettis. I have not been great at picking his fights. Um, like when he fought Benavides, like I didn't think he'd win that fight. And even in some of these fights he's had in Bellator, but uh this was tough because Pitbull is making his 135 debut, but he's the greatest Bellator fighter of all time, probably. Um, I'm thinking I guess I would lean towards Pitbull. What do you think, man? Same. I also pick Pitbull there. I'm just going to look at the odds really quick, Marcel. Um, odds, just to, for reference, Vadim Yamkov is minus 330. Pitbull is actually minus 230. Okay, so that's interesting. I thought they'd be a little bit closer. I think, yeah. I think Pettis has a chance to win decision, honestly, especially if Pitbull, the, the, the weight cut's bad and he gasses, but I don't know. I, I, you have to pick him here. Um, next up, we got Cor uh, where is it? Here we go. Uh, Corey Anderson against Phil Davis. Uh, Corey Anderson's minus 160. I'm picking Corey Anderson. You? Me too, yeah. Phil Davis, again, you know, he's been long, around a long time, but I don't know if he's as good as he used to be. Daniel James against uh, Gokam Sarakam. I'm picking um, James. James is actually the underdog, and I like him here as an underdog. I, I think he should be favored to win. He's looked great in Bellator. Honestly, mm -hmm. man, if he wins this fight, they should give him a title shot. He pretty deserve it, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm thinking James. Kyle Crocker, Bobby Nash. Crocker wins. Bobby yeah. Nash, you can't trust. He's a huge favorite of my speed 30. I don't know this guy. Peter Buist against Gadzi Rabinanov. I don't, I don't yeah, hit Gadzi, but Peter is my boy, dude. <laughs> is he? Well, Gazzy's yeah. my 700, so your boy's going to probably get his ass kicked. Too, yeah, so. I'm afraid. Yeah. <laughs> Jaleel Willis against Ramazan Kurmagomedov. Ramazan should win. He's minus 260. Uh, wasn't he in the UFC and they let him go or something? Yeah. What happened? I'm picking what Jaleel here for the upset, by the way. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't know what exactly <laughs> happened. Uh, but he was at a certain moment, then he wasn't. And Dana didn't want to sign him after that Jordan Williams win because he thought Jordan Williams won. So That's right. I remember that. Um, anyways, the rest of the fights, do you have any picks here? Carl Moore and Alex Polizzi? I'm thinking Polizzi. Let me see. Archie Colgan is interesting. M M Mike Hamill, I guess. Shamil Nikayev is a fun but I picked Nikayev there. Okay. Uh, Norbert Novani is somebody to take, uh, take yep. a look on. Kizriyev is a fun fighter. Um, yep. Yeah, pretty much it. <laughs> Jordan Newman's minus 1,200 against Matthew Perry, the guy from Friends. No, I'm kidding. It's not that Matthew <laughs> Perry. <laughs> uh, the Care Bear. Look at this. <laughs> Did you see this guy's profile? Oh my god, that's actually an amazing shirt. Come get some. The Care Bear. Who is this guy? Yeah, he's he's gonna lose. Let's be honest. Um, and then uh, Cody Law. Oh, Cody Law. What's his odds? Minus five hundred. <laughs> this fight's no, it's a pro fight. Okay, pro fight, but one in three record. Wow. Okay, so we got through that one. Let's go to the let's go to the uh, PFL now, guys. Sure. One second here. Um, 
PFL week should be a pretty good card, I would guess. Um, let's take a look at it. Here we go, PFL 5. Anti-Delia gets Maurice Green. Delia knocks him out, I think. You like him there? Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. Larissa Pacheco wins um, yeah. easily. Diageo Ali. Oh, it's his pro debut. Okay, interesting. He wins, obviously, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> These are all setup fights, guys. Aspen yeah. Ladd should win, too. Yeah. Um, this one's kind of more interesting. Shuffle, you know, can be an upset guy uh, at times, but I'm going to Yeah. Dennis Goldsov wins against Jorgen, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Um, what about this one? What do you think about Evelyn Martins? Do you like her? No, I picked Mark Nakina, dude. Yeah, the, the grappling, eh? Did Noah yeah. Marquez against Marcelo Nunes? Who you like in this one? I don't really, I'm not really familiar with Nunes, to be really honest. Yeah, Marquez, he looked good in his debut in PFL. Bud, I don't know about her, man. I think she's kind of on decline. This fight could be boring, I think, of Jendrova. Jendrova, excuse me. Any thoughts? <coughs> I mean... I would still take Julia Butt because I don't think Martina Yandrova is so good. So, you know. Olena Kolesnik against Yoko Higashi. I don't know anything about uh, Kolesnik. Yeah. Patrick Brady against Jordan Haderman. Uh, that's the guy from, from Tough. Yeah. Patrick Brady, I've heard really good things about. Me too. Um, but he's he's like 39, though, so it's tough. I don't know. What do you No, it's not tough. One? He wasn't tough. <laughs> Sorry. Like? I, to... that's okay. I, I, would, I would say Jordan Haderman, dude. <laughs> And then this one, Tenson versus Freeman. Denzel Freeman. It's <laughs> a good name. I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, what, what, what about uh, Morgan Washington? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good name. Honestly, his parents must have been like, okay, we've got the best, your best, two of the best actors of all time. Yeah. That's a watch Morgan Freeman, right? That's good. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Excuse me, guys. Um, all right. We'll, we'll take just a couple more questions. Marcel, we've got to get out of here in a second. I, I have to mm -hmm. go. Um, just a couple questions, guys. We surprised Brent Primus beat Mansoor. Very surprised. I know you were too. Anything who Gurm's going to fight? You have any idea? You know? Nope. nope. Thoughts on George Hardwick having to find Dana White's contenders? I mean, you should just be in the UFC, but they need think, to have some fighters on. I think both guys should be on the UFC, man. I also think yeah. that uh, our Abdul Karim Al Sabadi deserves to be in the UFC uh, to get a chance yeah. at least. Thoughts on Andrew K? I don't. I don't care. I don't really follow it to be honest with you. I mean, uh, loser occasion, poor year two. Sorry, go ahead. You didn't answer. What, 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 what's the deal with the UFC signing all these women like last week, like four or five? You know? No idea. To loser gate you, poor year Armin, who would you guys have? Probably Armin because he's so dominant with the grappling. Yeah. All right, guys, we're going to get out of here. I got to go. Um, appreciate everyone tuning in today on uh, short notice here on Sunday. So no podcast tomorrow, but we should be back next Monday after that to do uh, the recap for UFC Vegas 35 and then preview UFC Jacksonville to Purdue and Emmett. So it's going to be good. Um, hope everyone has a great week ahead and hope you guys all make some cash. And, you know, we've been doing a lot better with the picks lately. Where's the one guy that was hating on us for all our shitty picks like last month and he stopped, he stopped coming by or so. Uh, <laughs> we've, been doing, we've been doing a little better, you know. Anyways, uh, like, share, subscribe, guys. Like, share, sub subscribe, guys. Tell all your friends about it. We've been doing shows for Dana White not separate show, but we'll talk about it like, during the, yeah. the show. Um, however, it's a great week. We'll talk to you guys soon. Take care, everyone. Peace. Thanks again. Bye.